This is to feel. This is to be. Shape and form it for all to see. By the power of three times three, as I will it, so shall it be. What? Plaza Brown. Oh, they're usually green. Oh, you can do that with contacts. Yeah, but it's good. I mean, it suits you. Subtle, but good. You want something bigger? Welcome back for another night of the 13 Nights of Halloween. Gather up your coven, light some candles, and let's get ready for the craft. I'm Tim. Get ready for the. I'm Bryce. <laughs> and Bryce. we are here with the. What year was this movie again? I I tried uh, to block 96, it from my memory. Ninety-six, right? Ninety-six. Was it ni- ninety-six? Yeah. Ninety-six. Yes. yes. All right, we're talking about the craft tonight. <sighs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'm going crazy watching some of these movies. It's getting old. It's getting old. So sorry. It's getting a little crazy. It's getting old. We got some, I'm fine. We got some good ones coming. <laughs> we got some good ones coming up. We don't really want to talk. Yeah, about we're good. We're good. Let, yeah, yeah, let's let's go ahead. This would have been a good one going. to have some female guests on. I tried to convince my wife, but spoiler alert: she hated this movie so much she didn't want to talk about. It. oh so that's uh yeah we'll we'll be a vessel for her Uh because i'm sure the feelings were mutually shared through all four of us at least um okay watching this so for those of you who don't know what the craft is after transferring to a los angeles high school sarah played by robin tooney 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 finds (laughs) that her telekinetic gift appeals to a group of three wannabe witches who happen to be seeking a fourth member for their rituals. Bonnie, played by the wonderful Nev Campbell. Rochelle, played by Rachel True. And Nancy, played by Farusa Balk. Like Sarah herself, all have troubled backgrounds, which combined with their nascent powers lead to dangerous consequences. When a minor spell causes a fellow student to lose her hair, the girls grow power mad. Released May 3rd, 1996, directed by Andrew Fleming. And that's all you need to know. Episode's over. It's not worth it. And we're done. All right, cool. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for watching. Okay, we'll we'll try to break this down and make sense of it. We'll try. We'll we'll try. Yeah, let's. Yeah. All right, so Bryce, what did you think of the story after what I just said? All right, here we go. Jumping off with the first one. Uh, Okay, I'll I'll also just kind of throw it out there before we get started. I was probably very harsh on this movie, so take my take my um, scores with a little grain of salt. Did notice Um, that. I was this was definitely I was in more of I was not in the great mood to like watch this movie. So I'm definitely probably being a lot harsher than I probably should be. But also I it's hard when looking back at this movie to really see where I was wrong in a lot of areas. But that's just me. I so will anyway, tell story, you I watched it a oh, first yeah. time probably a week or two ago now. And then I mm-hmm. rewatched it getting ready for this. And I was probably have been harsher the second time. So okay, so maybe yes. we balance we'll balance, we'll balance each other out, out a little fairly, bit here. Yes. So I gave the story a one out of five. This is one of the areas where I maybe was just a tad harsh and could have given it a two, maybe. But and I didn't watch it a second time like you, but I did throughout today. Just I was just thinking about the story. I was just kind of playing it back in my head, going over it over and over again, just trying to think, okay, one's pretty harsh when it comes to rating a story. But uh, 
I was thinking pretty hard about this story, and me and Megan were talking about it after we had watched it too, and we were both in agreement of just like, uh, wow, nothing happens in this story, and and none of it is even. I would not even consider like three quarters of this movie a quote unquote story until the tail end of this movie, where it kind of follows more of a story and, and what's going on. Um, yeah, there's just like like this honestly the first 3 quarters of this movie story-wise feel like a fan fiction. Like this just feels like it just felt like it was written by someone and her girl some girl and her girlfriends and like stuff they would do in in this situation like they had they had this like it was almost like the school assignment of like, oh, you and your friends have like some superpowers or whatever. And like, what do you do when you have these superpowers? Uh, we worship the devil, basically. That's what it turns into. No, um, <laughs> he, he's bigger than the devil. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Sorry. Forgive Remember me. Remember, yeah, if, I don't if own. God and the devil were playing basketball, this would be the sun that glares down <laughs> yeah, on them. No, more totally, great yeah. script writing. Yeah, phenomenal script writing. We'll get to that later also. But yeah, I just, there's just no story. It's just stuff happening the entire time. Like, yeah, there's, we can get into it with the character. Like there's some, some loose backstory to these girls and like what they go through. But it's not like, there's a couple of them that need some explanation because it doesn't make any sense of what it is. Like this one girl has like some scars on her back or whatever, but I have no, no clue what that even is. Like, was she born that way? Was she in like a terrible, accident like where she got burned it's alive. mentioned she was in a terrible accident okay yes but what was it what it's, was even the accident it is like a passing comment i think it was a car accident maybe okay cool because that would have been nice to maybe get some backstory on that but i don't even remember I, hearing I'm honestly that not even point. sure they specified See? what type of accident <laughs> i just remember it's at that scene when ski ulrich sits down with the new girl and he's like oh yeah that one's a slut that one's covered in scars from a terrible accident and that one's right. boom and mm. there's your background yeah and then uh who was like uh so nancy's backstory is like uh, abusive parents which is like okay fine like i guess that only the 37th movie this year yeah only the 37th movie to use abusive parents and it's only it's not really again you're not you don't dive into it at all it's just you get two scenes with those parents and it and it's basically just to like give you a instead of painting you a picture you're getting like you're just getting kind of a snapshot of like, oh, this is what it's like for five seconds and then it's done. And then you get like another five seconds kind of going into the end of the movie that's still just kind of like, ah, it's whatever. Like it doesn't add anything to the story. And then Rachel's character, listen, I'm going to be careful about this one. But like, if you like the writing for hers is basically Nev, um, Nev Campbell's character. Who- no, uh, that's Bonnie. Oh, Rochelle. Sorry. Rochelle. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that was Bonnie. Actress Rachel. Uh, that, yeah. Yeah, actress Rachel for Rochelle. Hers is basically racism. Yes, she's and yeah. Listen, it's I'm all I'm gonna say is she's this actually the most, one of the best performers in the movie. Yeah, I actually <laughs> liked her the of most yes. of the. I, I'm always a huge. I'm a huge fan of uh, Nev, so I, I love Nev in most of her movies. But Rachel is actually a standout for me. Yep. Like her, her as an actress, she definitely stands out well, compared to most of the yeah, actors. We can get to that, but her story in this is just. But the story is just one of the like. There's some good stories out there when it comes to dealing with racism, like really good ones. Okay, 42 is one of my all-time favorite movies that deals with that kind of stuff. This one just felt so lazy. And like it was literally, again, just a passing comment of just like, oh, why don't I like you? Oh, racism. Like, okay. Like, so are we going to get any like meat on that? Or is that just like supposed to be like a, oh, this, she's the she's a black character so like that's how it felt it's just like oh she's a black character so racism's the obvious like i just feel so like shallow for her character i felt like again she was one of my more favorite like characters in the movie whether or not she was like great throughout the whole thing is another story but my point is like there's just nothing there's no story there's no depth to any of these characters throughout the entire story the only time it ever picks up a little bit just a hint is towards the end where it kind of takes everything and somewhat makes a coherent story you can kind of follow to to allow the events of the end of the movie to happen but even then at that point i'm i'm checked out and so i just don't even care i felt like i just like had a real i just went out on that one you just had I just, an out-of-body out. experience yeah experience I, i'm just that. i'm checked out by that point the story means nothing to me it really doesn't it's a, it's a super shallow story um and plot it's it's really bad 
And I'll, so while you can maybe argue two out of five, I'm going to just say one out of five because the ending is the only coherent somewhat story and plot you get in the movie. All right, I'll jump off of that. I, like I said, I was probably a little too generous after a second watch. I would probably bring it down. Um, I actually gave the story a three. And I thought the story more, not the script, not the way the story was written, but the general right. idea of the story is what I'm giving a three on this one. Ultimately, I don't disagree with you and the fact it kind of at times felt like Disney Channel with the F word like. That's it. Basically, that's actually a really good way to put it. Like, Disney Channel with the F word. Yeah, it's super shallow. It's super cliche. Not much happens. And you can make like, yes, I watched the movie. I actually watched it twice. And I get that new girl moves into town. New girl befriends witches. New girl discovers she's naturally talented at being a witch. Other girl gets jealous. She gets possessed by a demon. And then they have this good witch bad witch face off throughout the movie where they are casting spells on people right that's the premise i gave it a three because i've never seen anything like that so i give it a three on the originality uh the where the rest of the movie falls apart for me is like it's just not good it's not entertaining for me and i asked my wife at one point i was like maybe it's because i'm a dude I was like, yeah, are like you, another Barbie situation. Yeah. I was like, are you enjoying this movie? And she goes, not at all. So I yeah, I, I gave it a three because I thought some of the premise was unique. I can't tell you the last mm-hmm. time I saw a movie about a coven of witches facing off again where one of them goes bad. Second watch, I realized that this is the basic plot of almost every superhero movie is that you have or at least Hmm. some superhero movies is that you have a group of people with powers and then one of them eventually goes crazy power crazy and becomes the villain of the story. And then the good superhero has to stop them. Right. And from that perspective, this was in 1996 and that predates any Marvel production or (laughs) any of that. But right. I did. I did kind of was like, Oh, there's a little bit of superhero plot line in this. And I still Mm -hmm. didn't care for it that much. So yeah, we can, let's dive into some other reasons why this movie fails. Let's go to character. (laughs) Correct. Yes. Um, Yeah. I can take over here. Uh, Character. I also gave a one out of five. Again, I kind of touched on it with the last, uh, I touched on a little bit with the last section because I kind of, I felt kind of, kind of felt like they went hand in hand together. Basically, same thing I said before, the characters are just so one dimensional throughout this entire movie. There really isn't any depth to these characters. If I had to if I had to pick one out that has the most depth, it's uh, it's either between Sarah or Nancy. Um, and uh, I only I I agree. This movie is really Sarah and Nancy's movie. Bonnie and yeah. Rochelle are just there to play like the Joker's henchmen, basically. And even then, like I'll pro- I'll probably just say it's Nancy is the deepest character of all of them because at least with her whatever with whatever loose backstory you do get with her they do utilize that to push the ending which is why i said like the ending is the only thing that makes like a lick of sense for like a story and plot sense for these characters i do believe you mentioned that she's like the most flushed out i do believe she's the only one that we actually see her parents no we get to see uh sarah's dad do we? Whatever, whatever that means, right? That was her dad, right? Uh, see, I don't even. Remember. Okay, and that was a very brief. Didn't mean a thing. Nancy's parents. Yeah, at no, least he, have... no, that was yeah, Mr. Bailey, uh, okay. played by Cliff Day Young. Interesting. Okay, and then yeah, because anyway. I know at the end there's that whole "your parents are dead" thing, and no, that was uh, they had faked that. It was oh, right. they came back to the house and said they was all fake. But, but yeah. I, I just had this moment during <clears> that scene when I was like, 
cool, we spent no time with him during this movie, so they must not have been that close. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. So, again, I go back to these characters are just super one-dimensional. Like, And the biggest, again, the biggest thing that, I know Tim doesn't usually rate the movies like this, but I think likability of a character and relatability of a character does matter when creating out the character. I can tell you right now, I did not like any of these characters at all. Like, I can get behind a flawed character. I have no issue with that. Iron Man is the perfect example of a character that is one of my favorite characters from the Marvel Universe. And he is a super flawed character. And that's what's so compelling about him is his flawed nature, but his willingness to do good, despite that selfish nature that is so uh, easy for him to succumb to. These people, I just cannot get behind. And the only one where you can kind of make the argument where it it kind of works is Sarah's uh sarah bailey uh robin robin's character uh in the movie because she kind of has this like oh she doesn't know what she's messing with and you know it kind of comes back to haunt her at the end so whatever i guess you can kind of go with that but outside of that i just don't like these characters at all i think they're very hard to root for from from the beginning to the end of this movie it almost feels like they're trying too hard to be cool and edgy which i mean that this was i guess it's a product of its time and i haven't really looked into to how i haven't looked in deep to like any backstory behind this movie but um i'm sure i could find something that may have also pressed uh pressed that um that uh what am i thinking of uh <laughs> i guess that mask on the movie of like it sure. wants to be more of an edgy <laughs> movie you know what i mean so yeah i just i don't like the characters they're forgettable and uh like i said robin kind of or sorry sarah bailey technically has somewhat of a arc ish towards the end but otherwise it's a one out of five okay Yes, it is. Sorry. I'm sorry. No. I'm getting worked up. Forgive me. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I So I do agree with you in that you do have to like characters. I still, I consider that part of the script's job. That's why I don't put it into the yeah, art. Yeah, you can tie that into the script possibly yeah. a little bit. So that's why <clears throat> I do give the characters a three in this film. Sarah has that arc of new girl. She kind of, she wasn't a witch when she moved in. She discovers that she's naturally gifted and goes on this trajectory of using her gifts and find seeing her friend get jealous, basically be possessed and then start using the gifts for bad. So both the hero and the villain of this kind of had their own arc. We saw Nancy take the dark arc with her gifts we saw sarah take the positive arc with her gifts that's where i give it a three i agree with you on the rest of it i don't like the characters i actually like rochelle's character probably the most um nancy i will get to her on acting i have lots of thoughts on why i don't like nancy's actually i have one thought on why i don't like nancy's character sarah's character is cookie cutter like white bread girl moving to new school in California. There's nothing special to write home about on that one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, really it. It There's not a whole lot here. And these four characters outside of ski Ulrich there, that's it. Mm-hmm. There's not much else in this film. Yeah, I, I just realized I didn't mention like any other characters in this movie. There aren't <laughs> really made ones. There's you have the shop host, the shop owner, yeah, who has right. six lines. <clears throat> you have they're basically a means to an end. Yes, you have super brief appearances by parents. You have the right. bully that her hair falls out. Oh yeah, and then that's you, right. You have Skeet <laughs> that's Ulrich, funny. who if if Skeet wasn't pushed out a window and he didn't die in this movie. This yeah. could have been the prequel to Squirry to Scream, where Nev yeah. Campbell's character forsakes her witchcraft and just decides to be the good girl. And mm-hmm. Ski exactly. Ulrich goes crazy and starts killing people. Yep, exactly. That, that would make this more watchable. <laughs> <laughs> but this is actually this. Uh, I thought this predated Scream. It, does. it did actually. Yeah, it did. By two years. Yeah. And then Nev Campbell and Ski Ulrich. We're together again for Scream. 
a classic far better film um it's not even close yeah i will i want to start off music because this yeah, go ahead. this almost got a one in the first two well not the first two seconds because we begin with that spell casting thing that serves no purpose but it's okay the, i almost gave it a one two the movie opens with a horrendous cover of tomorrow never knows by the beatles yep and that oh gosh it's one of the worst covers i've ever heard in my life automatically takes that score down at least to a two and i don't think there was any saving it after that uh i'd say it takes it down to a one because i'm like remember my comments about them trying to be too edgy yeah this was like the prime example of that it was filled Uh, with 90s edgy like post grunge tunes that oh yeah are i think frida um super and all of them are super forgettable all of them are yes. not a one of them is like an iconic song the only iconic no. song they had was tomorrow never knows and it wasn't even the beatles version exactly correct it it's the music was bad oh oh and the other one we have to mention is that um the scene where, for lack of better term, Skeet's character forces himself on Sarah. That's Do you right, remember yes. how horrendous the music was in that scene? I'm listen, dude, I'm not going to lie. Tuned OK, out. I literally watched <laughs> this yesterday. So if that tells you anything, I don't remember oh, at all that the song. Music I just is uh, so bad in that scene. It is. Yes, awful. it is awful. I, I probably could give the music a one for those two crimes alone. In fact, yep, I, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to keep with what I went the first time where I thought some of the other music was fine. I gave the music uh-huh. an OK, but there are two criminal offenses in this film as far as the soundtrack <laughs> goes. Yeah, no, the more you talk about, the more I want to give it a one. But I actually did land on a two out of five is also um, I'm just going to piggyback on what most of most of what you had said. Like, I agree with you. There was like some songs that that just sounded good. I'm not saying they worked in the movie, but they just sounded good. And that was pretty much most of the highlight of of the movie. Uh, But yeah, there was a lot of criminal offenses to which people should be jailed for, like the Beatles song at the beginning. So yeah, uh, I'm not going to speak. I don't have much more to say. I feel like you kind of just hit it on the head there. Okay. I will jump in to the editing and special effects, which... Yep, go for it. <clears throat> I was too gracious on this one because of one... <laughs> I was going to say, well, I didn't. Even, I just saw it. <laughs> yeah, there was one particular scene, or actually there are two scenes in this movie that I thought were executed really well, and I think that swayed my score to a three. Okay. The man getting hit with the car looked very good. Like that was actually a dude getting hit by a oh, car. Oh yeah, I like, totally forgot about that. Practical part, yeah. effect, very good. They did not like put the camera under the car. Did not shy away from it. Mm-hmm. I I appreciated that. It was a gruesome scene. Yes. And then the other scene that was done really really well, done practically, was the levitation scene. Where they're laying, okay. where they're laying in the okay. bedroom, and they lift the girl with her fingers, with their fingers. That scene yeah. looked really, really good, and that scene still looks really, really good years later. However, I should probably have scored this a two because of some of. Oh <clears throat> no, the third one. Sorry, there was one other scene that it wasn't greatly done, but I appreciated it. Was at the end of the movie when the spiders and the snakes and everything are coming out for to scare Mm. Sarah there is a shot where you can see reflected panes of glass on the ground and the ornate scroll work along the outside of the window turns to snakes and slithers away Mm, and I was like that shot looked cool and outside of that there is some horrible special effects work First one, I don't know if this goes in editing, whatever. I'm going to put it in special effects. <laughs> Sarah's wig is terrible throughout most oh. of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it is noticeably a wig because she had come straight from filming a previous movie where she had to shave her hair. Oh, really? Yes. Kind of interesting. So the actress there actually had short hair and she wore a wig. It becomes super noticeable when part of Nev Campbell's character 
when we first meet her, she has greasy, stringy hair that she doesn't <clears throat> wash, wash. And then as she gets more confident, her hair gets cleaner. Mm-hmm. Their hairstyles change all the time and kind of reflect what's going on to them at that moment in the story. That was a right. little detail that I appreciated. However, Sarah's hair never changes. It remains the same the entire film because it was a bad wig. That's mm-hmm. it looks awful. And then that scene where she changes her hair color looks real rough. Real rough. Yeah. That yeah. scene and then the scene where uh Nancy seduces Skeet Ulrich and changes her face into Sarah's. And oh, you that briefly was so bad. Yeah, you briefly see just Sarah's hate Sarah's face over what is clearly Nancy's body and <laughs> the mm-hmm. edges are fuzzy. It's it's a rough yeah. it's a rough one. So I thought there were some things when they went practical, I didn't even get to the uh scene on the beach. Which that was so stupid. Yeah. The scene <laughs> so on the stupid. scene on the beach. Um it was awful. We won't, it was awkward too. Yeah, we won't talk about all of the things that went wrong in that scene. Like <laughs> why sharks randomly appear dead in the next scene. Yeah, exactly. Um and why if it was supposedly like three AM then and she walks out of the water and the sun's up, like that took that took four hours. God, there's and, so much wrong with anyways. this movie. <laughs> anyways. Oh, anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, so there there were some very rough special effects in this film. Some of the practical effects look pretty good. Um, Some of them don't. Like the three witches hanging in the air at the end. They're clearly wearing harnesses. Yeah, they look awkward. Yeah, they look like they're suspended in air instead of floating in air. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Yep. So I gave it a three because I was swayed by those three scenes that I thought looked really good. The car wreck, the levitation scene, and that snaky window thing. Outside of that. Yeah, right. Outside of that, the special effects are pretty rough. Well, luckily for you, Tim, I am not so easily swayed by these magic tricks by these producers. Um, I gave it a one out of five. Uh, sure, there was some decent practical effects, um, but that's all they are in this movie. Decent. Um, I think that the, the special effects that weren't good far outweigh the good ones in this movie. And it's not even close because of because of how bad they are. On second watch, I agree with you. Yep. See, okay, yep, cool. Yep. There we go. That's where I say I was um, probably a little generous the first time. No, it, yeah, you were very generous. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The specifically, like you said, the one where she changes her face, that one was just horrendous editing. Um, and also, yeah, the hanging from the hanging from the um, <clears throat> wire ropes or whatever at the end to just show levitating. They just, yeah, look super stiff. It did not look natural at all. There's this. Re- I remember. Okay, at the end of the movie, there's that scene where the glass is falling after she's thrown into the mirror. I hated that edit so much. That was just, uh, that. That specifically. I that wrote one that got down. I was gonna talk about that. Okay, directing good. Because that one specifically. I don't know what about that one. I mean, it's just because I had. I was to my wits end by the end. I was just like, seriously, that's just a terrible creative choice. Period. I laughed out loud. Why? It was so bad. Oh my bad. gosh. It was so bad. Anyway. Tim basically touched on most of it, so I won't beat a dead horse here. The, the effects were pretty awful. Um, there was a couple okay practical effects, but most practical effects, and if you use, if you use sparingly, look fine. So I'm not going to really let that dictate this entire score to cover up the fact that the rest of the special effects and editing were just dog water. Okay next well then let's jump into <laughs> script so script is where i should have given it a one i gave it a two um the script is terrible to me the script is yep. why i don't like the characters it didn't make me yeah. like it the characters it didn't make any of the characters it didn't give them any endearing qualities no redeeming qualities didn't give me anything to really differentiate them <laughs> other than like this is Nancy. She lives in a trailer. Her dad is bad. The end. Like <laughs> that is all the yep. background we're given through the script. Um, there were a couple scenes that were so bad I wrote them down. Um 
when the girl, when the bully is in the shower and her hair is falling out and her friend comes like, oh my God, oh my God, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And she goes, her hair's falling out. She's holding her hair in her hands in the shower. And her friend goes, I am going to get someone. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. who are you going to go get for hair loss? Yeah. When, yeah. when, when did you, when was the last time somebody was, their hair was falling out and you were like, let me go get the school nurse. She'll know what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I just thought that was so <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. She's not bleeding. She's not mm-hmm. in pain. Her hair is falling out. That's like, oh, we can get you a wig. Let's figure it's, like, it's not, I'm going to go get someone who can help this. Right. What's that hair loss for men? I wonder if they do it for women too. Um. Uh, yeah. What is it called? Like, I can't I remember. Uh, <laughs> there was a scene goodness. between, I believe it was Sarah and Nancy. It might've been Nancy and someone else, but she's upset Sarah. And she goes, you don't even know me to Nancy. And then Nancy goes here, let me give you a background. It'll be nice. Mm-hmm. How is that a logical flow of conversation? Yep. Nope. You're right. <laughs> you're definitely right. Not to mention all of the cringy spell work they do. So I was reading a little bit after this. They actually had a, I'm air quoting, witch on set to make sure that stuff seemed authentic. I don't know if that meant that they attempted authentic spells, but they had somebody there to try to, they wanted it to seem real. Um, what's real? I have real witches, Bryce. They're things. <laughs> oh, you mean the ones that play with essential oils? No, I think it, these are the ones who celebrate the solstices. I don't know if there's okay. actually a manon, or I don't know if that was made up for the movie. I don't know my witchcraft. Um, <laughs> and see, that's this is where I was kind of like, oh, maybe my wife will like this movie because she actually right, really likes yeah. the movie The Witch. She likes like that spooky witchy stuff. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah that movie is fantastic great. movie. If you like witch stuff, watch that one. Um, but they had some weird things happen on set, like that beach scene during that spell. Mm-hmm. There was apparently some weird things happening and blah, 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 blah. But I just had a hard time watching this being like, is this real stuff? Cause um, like when they pricked their fingers and sucked each other's blood and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, but I'm also like, this is just really, I don't know. Cringy. <sighs> it's just bad, yeah, man. The script is not great. <laughs> not great whatsoever. Yeah. Um, that's all um, I have to say. <laughs> no, it's okay. You basically, you basically, again, you nailed all of it. I gave it a two out of five also. Um, yeah, the script, you know what? I, I, I'm kind of in agreement. It probably could have easily been a one here. That's um, it. We'll, do, even... we'll just retroactively. It's a soft two. That's what we'll say. Yeah. It's a soft yeah, it's two. Really, really soft two. I uh, I I don't really know what else to say because I'm trying to think of like what I was thinking. I guess it was mostly that like the bad and the good kind of just swing back and f- like okay I shouldn't say good the bad and the pass, uh, loosely passable go kind of just back and forth throughout the whole movie and it's just kind of like okay like this isn't the worst script I've ever i i think that's very fair the way you said bad yeah. and loosely passable yeah like it's not the worst thing i've ever like listened to and watched unfold before my eyes but it's not good by any stretch of the imagination so one just kind of feels like okay like it's not that bad but you can make a good argument as to why it's that bad mm-hmm. so yeah I, i'm basically in agreement with you i don't have much more to say on it it's just it's just a weird movie, man. The script is just off and nothing really like, okay, I will say the cat There's more in acting. I'm, I'm good. This is for the acting. Just, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I will say the script to me is very, I I've seen better scripts from Disney channel, original movies from 1998. So. Ooh. And, Ooh. and those, some of those movies were bangers. Brink still great. Um, but yeah, it, it's not, 
like you said, it's not the worst script I've ever seen. It's passable at best. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So, yeah, right. All right, we'll jump into the acting. So the acting, um, I gave it generously a two because I like Nev Campbell and <laughs> I like I like Rachel who played Rochelle. Yeah, right. And th- that's why I gave it a two. I thought Nancy played by uh I'm gonna mess her Feruza Feruza I'm not sure Feruza. I'm not sure how to say her name. Um Feruza. I thought she was trying to audition for the role of the Joker. Like she was I think she was supposed to play unhinged, but she drove me crazy to the point where I didn't want to watch her. Some of the scenes when she was like laughing maniacally or brooding, I don't know. I just did not like her performance whatsoever. I actually thought that um, Robin Tooney's character, I don't know. She just played her really wooden yeah that's fair it was really wooden i don't think she's a bad i don't think any of them are a bad actress i just did not care for the performances i really i don't know what it is Farutza bothered me she got under my skin in this movie i thought yeah the maniacal laughter i was like oh oh that's like she is impersonating somebody playing the Joker and embracing it. And it didn't work. It didn't come across menacing. It came across as over the top. I just, yeah, I really didn't care for the performances. I actually thought mm. Nev Campbell, who, yeah, I usually like, I didn't think she was great in this movie either, but soft spot for, uh, I didn't think she had much to work with in the script to be fair. So, mm. yeah, I, I gave it a two. So you said you had some thoughts on the acting. Yeah, I gave it a two out of five. Also, um, I was going to say uh, for the last one that uh, what I did actually think was good in this movie was the um, the chemistry between the four actresses. Um, I actually did feel like there was some chemistry there. That's fair. And it yeah. did work. It does feel like they were just friends. Yes. Yeah. So I'll give them, that's probably the nicest thing I'll say about this movie. Um, Cause I genuinely do think that the girls themselves on screen do work together on the same like set. Uh, however, I don't necessarily think these are bad actresses. But, man, there's only so much you can do with a script this bad. So, I mean, they they tried, and I don't think it's necessarily a uh, negative on them per se. But, man, it's it's just rough from beginning to end. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, Sarah, Sarah, or sorry, Robin Tooney's character, Sarah, just feels really wooden throughout the entire thing. Um, man, even Nev, like... I know you have very little to work with, but yeah, again, there's very few scenes that are, that feel alive. Most of it's pretty wooden. Um, Same thing with Rochelle. She just kind of feels wooden most times also with her performance. Nancy's about the only one. And again, you got, it's more of a script thing than anything. Nancy is just kind of get turns into this Joker character and it's so really over the top. And Personally, for me, I didn't like it. <clears throat> it was a little too much for me, and I don't feel like it really fit well. Um, but yeah, like most of the most of my reviewing on this uh, so far, those are the only characters that really are worth talking about. The other ones are again forgettable. Uh, yeah, most of the issue here is the script. I don't think these are bad actresses per se, but 
I mean, at the end of the day, you you are you're doing what you can do, and um, yeah, it's it's just kind of sad <laughs> at this yeah. point. Yep, no, it's a totally fair point. I think it's not necessarily the <clears throat> actress's fault that the script was so rough. Right. Yeah. So jumping into direction, um, this was my harshest score. I give it a one. Mm. I thought the direction was terrible. We mentioned um, there's this scene at the end when the two are fighting. And Sarah tosses with some kind of superhuman strength. Because I think at this point she was also possessed by Manol, but she was using it for good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And she launches Nancy across the room into a mirror. And the mirror shatters. And instead of like having a cool mirror shatter transition there, we have this like fade to black where falling glass happens Mm. instead. It's not even mirror. It's not even falling mirror. It's falling glass. And that happens for a good, what, half a second to full second of that falling glass. It happens for way too long. Mm-hmm. And then right. that fades out to another scene, and it was rough. It was rough. Yeah, it was real bad. <laughs> it's bad. I laughed out loud at why that was ever a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. There's just not a whole lot in the direction that makes this movie stand out. I also think that for I don't know if this was advertised as a horror movie, but when you're dealing That's with a good question, when you're dealing with this kind of subject matter, you are most likely going to appeal appeal to the horror audience. And this movie plays the horror really soft, really, really almost to the point of non-existence. There's no horror in this movie. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I did not feel I it. I will go as far I will go as far to say there's absolutely zero horror movie, which is funny because uh in under IMB or sorry, IMDB, it goes, it has drama, fantasy, and horror. Yeah. So. And I think that's more just because it's playing with witchcraft, but there's the scares. There are none. And they play like with people levitating or the scene where Nancy's power gets so strong and she kills someone and her feet come off the floor and she glides across the floor. Mm. I've seen that done for horror but this movie was totally devoid of that feeling. There is no sense of dread that comes from these girls powers. They realize that they've killed two people, that their powers are kind of getting out of hand, but I didn't feel any sense of dread. There was no horror at what they had done. There's it. It was not communicated well through the direction at all. Like mm-hmm. I said, it plays out <clears throat> like a R-rated Disney Channel movie, and that also goes for the scares. If you bleeped this movie and took out, I'm not a. You could probably get away with that sex scene on Disney Plus because it wasn't really a sex scene. They're close. They were fully closed. It wasn't a sex scene. No, they were fully closed. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I think if you take out the swears, this would be like the controversial Disney plus or Disney movie of 1996. It's not there. There's no scares. It's just, I, yeah, I can't even fully convey Mm -hmm. how unfortunate the directing is because like I said, with the story, I did think the story was fairly unique. I haven't seen much like it. And I think if it had a good script and good direction, this could have made for a somewhat compelling film. But if you're missing a good script and good direction, you're not going to get that. Yeah. It, yeah. I think you, I think that was a good point. Like it's just unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, direction uh, segment of this movie. So I also gave it a one out of five. Um, Okay, I'm going to sorry, this is totally off topic, but tell me that when you were watching this movie that Nancy Downs does not look like young blood the entire movie. 
<laughs> You're totally right. I didn't even think about that. Like every single every shot, shot. I, like I so on IMDb they have the trailer playing in the background, and I'm just kind of like watching it, uh, just, just like kind of reliving it. Every single shot that she's in, she looks like young blood, and it just cracks me because that's what I I showed Megan a picture of that while we were watching, and I was just cracking up the whole movie because that's all I was just expecting her to break out into song, basically <laughs> singing young blood. To be fair, um, I think young blood was probably born around the time this movie came out so he looks like nancy ah yeah he, that's a good point actually a big fan of this movie <laughs> <laughs> big fan so yeah uh anyway back on topic yeah uh this kind of goes goes back to like the whole story and plot thing the direction of this movie is just the really really bad the pacing is really awful was this a two-hour movie not even two hours it's, a, nope. it's an hour it, 40 45 yeah barely. it felt like an eternity but it feels so long so i will say the second time it felt like it flew by but i cared even less <laughs> yeah no, the pacing is absolutely horrendous in this movie. I do not like the direction that they went with this movie of just like, again, the first three quarters, it's just nothing happening. Like, it's just like these girls messing around and hanging out with each other. Like, that's all it is. Like, they're playing with their powers. Like, there's no, there's nothing else to be had there. You get like five seconds of each character's backstory of like, oh, here's this thing that's going to be used towards the end of the movie to give us... Bryce. Friendship. But friendship, you're right. You yep. know the. I can't think of the last movie that I enjoyed where it was basically about friendship. You know what movie I think of when I think of a great movie that does that well? It's called Stand by Me. Okay, and it handles this way better. Yeah. Bam. Ooh, I love that movie. Dang, it's I want to watch it now. Second best story of friendship ever. So, what's the first? Lord of the Rings. Sam and Frodo's friendship. That's the whole story. Okay, of the movie. but that's <laughs> the whole I, premise of the I story. Still, I think Stand By Me takes the cake. That this Lord of the Rings is not what I would call a movie about friendship per se. <laughs> Literally, Stand By Me's entire premise is about the friendship of that's, these boys. That's that's fair. I think Except argument... it's handled way better than the craft, yes. which is absolute <laughs> dog water. So again, uh, I digress. Uh, it's a one out of five. The direction's awful. The pacing's terrible. The the I don't know what if there's any other like ideas that were thrown around, but the way they decide to go with this movie, I just thought it it was just a snooze fest. Um, like the ending kind doesn't really redeem anything, but you can kind of you kind of get a little bit better direction towards the end. But again, then it's bad direction on the shots and editing that they decided to go with and the creative choices. I just think it's all around pretty rough. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's bad. One out of five. Ah, we are in agreement. Good. Uh, so the it factor <laughs> again, this is one where you weren't born and I was, so that changes our scores. Right. Mm -hmm. I do remember a buzz about this movie. It was pretty controversial right. for its depiction of, witchcraft and yep. making it super accessible to the masses especially in like 1996 still fairly religious america mm -hmm. um it also had a profound impact on goth clothing for the next couple years <clears throat> every girl that considered herself goth or alternative dressed much like these four girls did it right. was great it was a great time in my life um so <laughs> that is why I gave the it factor a three. It did have some ripple effects in the time it was released. And I can kind of see why it's still talked about among some circles, but not much. I don't think it, I think it's kind of worn off with age. The people who talked about this movie are now 40 and it's not <laughs> it's not resonating with their kids quite as much it's not as culturally relevant as it mm -hmm. as it might have been in 96 so i i did give it a three because i do remember the cultural impact at its release but and for a couple years after that but i don't think it hangs on today yeah uh i actually do agree with you in that uh 
I gave it a three out of five also because in the same way, I may have not been born for this uh, in time to like see what impact it had. But I do know it did have an impact nonetheless. Um, and in fact, like you said, I still I still knew about this movie long before I ever wanted to watch it. Um, so I know it does still to an extent have an impact. I think I agree with you. It's kind of losing it. It's kind of at the tail end of, you know, it's a run of being known, I think. Um, it wasn't there a recent remake of it? Uh, it wasn't a remake. I think it was a sequel. Uh, it was twenty. I believe it came out in twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty. The Craft Legacy. Yes, and it that, actually, yeah, it Farusa Balk is actually listed as. Yeah, I did notice that a mm-hmm. cast. But it made even less of a splash than this one did because it came out and I didn't hear anything about it. You can watch it now for free on Spree, if that tells you anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I... I that's where I did this. This is where like my opinion of the movie kind of just goes out the window. Cause I, it does have an impact um, in culture. It is known and people do still talk about it. I think as the years go on, we are going to hear less and less about this movie and it's only going to kind of just fade away into obscurity. I do think, but um, I think it is hard to, I think it's hard to give it anything less. You could say maybe a two because it has lost a lot of steam since it's release, but yeah, I think three is probably comfortable. That's where I'm comfortable with this one. So, yeah. I do think it kind of came at a perfect moment towards the end of the late 90s or late 80s, early 90s satanic panic wave. Yeah, totally. That, was, that made this movie so controversial when it released so that it right. became, and I see why, it became this kind of rallying point for those people who felt like the outcasts, like the girls in this movie, I think, Mm, right. I think that's why it came at the end of that moment, right at the wave of social, the new wave of social media coming just a couple years later. And I think that's what we're seeing on how it is losing its effect. It came, it's almost the result of the satanic panic wave. And now it's not, this particular story, this version of it, isn't able to keep up with the technology age that follows. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyways, we're definitely trying to pick apart this movie. Um, <laughs> Bryce, how entertained were you? All right, let's get into entertainment and final scores here. Um, zero out of ten. Uh, and not for the same reasons as Shocker. Um, this one was just... <laughs> Well, I, I mean, would watch me, Shocker like, before I would watch this again. Who? I'm just not going to pick that one. Um, <laughs> See, if I was, so you have to watch pass. one of these two movies. <laughs> nope, not picking, <laughs> not picking at all. But this one is a zero out of ten because I was just that bored watching this movie. It was just such a. Yeah, I will never watch this movie ever again. Um, I just. I, man, I'm trying to think of any other reason I might have given this a zero. And it's just, yeah, no, it's, I think it's not fun. I don't find it unwatchable like Shocker per se, but I just don't think you're going to have any fun watching this movie. It's pretty much just a bore fest. I guess, I guess if you like the message of basically promoting witchcraft as some fun thing you can do with your friends, sure, go ahead. Um, whatever you might like it i guess but that's basically <laughs> all this movie is it's just a promotion for witchcraft <laughs> i don't know what i don't think it's anything else but that um it really is what were you gonna say? That's, that's it yeah like it's a promotion yeah, that's all it really feels like at this point so uh it's no fun i don't think you'll like it it's not gonna be good in some movie settings at all uh and that brings my final score to a 13 out of 50 don't like your hair color become a witch yeah um yeah (laughs) yeah i gave it i gave it a one out of ten because i mean i probably could have given it a a zero out of ten i did i think the one i was mildly entertained seeing nev campbell in a different role yeah that i hadn't really seen before um and i'm mildly entertained by 90s goth girls so 
I gave <laughs> gave it a one. Okay. Yep. <laughs> However, I am very upset that at the time we watched this, our Hulu was not working, so we had to rent the movie. <laughs> oh and I paid, no! I paid three ninety nine to watch this travesty. Oh, gross. Yes. And I will probably never watch it again. <clears throat> it won't happen. Um, this is not, I a, would, not a movie. I would probably that, get you checked into a mental facility if you did that. Yeah. I mean, like I told you, I think if worse came to worse and like I had two options, like I'm at an Airbnb somewhere that is one star and the only things available are two DVD copies of Shocker and The Craft. I'm probably going to read a book, but if I want something in the background, it's going to be shocker. And yeah, it's there. There's nothing in this movie that appealed to me. And I asked my wife. So my wife, her entertainment value, actually, I we haven't been reading her scores. Her entertainment value was a three. Mine was a one. So even my wife did not care for this movie and enjoy mm-hmm. it that much. So, yeah, right. I think. Final scores for my wife and I, we were both at a 20, which isn't great. Mm-hmm. What was your final score? 13. So 13 and 20. Two 20s. Yeah, I guess you could say that's okay. <laughs> no, I don't think that's good at all. No, it's not. It's just, yeah, this... That puts yeah. That I guess puts we can the final score f- that puts the final score at a seventeen, which is terrible. And I <laughs> and I, that's fair. It, this would be a terrible movie for a social setting. It does not yeah. deliver on laughs. It does not deliver <clears throat> on scares. It does not deliver on feel good moments. It it doesn't deliver on anything that would make a social situation enjoy this movie. Yeah, I. <sighs> Yeah, I guess we can jump into our final thoughts here. Um, Yeah, I just, I won't watch this again. I don't really recommend this for anyone. Like I said, this feels like more of a promotion for witchcraft that does an actual movie in any way. It's a a two-hour commercial. Yeah, that's actually a good way to put it. Or it's a two-hour commercial. It's a two-hour commercial or a two-hour music video for some post grunge band that only had one music video for a post grunge band (laughs) nope that's even better i like that one more yeah um this is just all around a really bad movie i think it's gonna lose steam for it definitely hit probably at the it definitely hit at the tail end of the um satanic panic age um and that's really probably all it's known for. And uh, yeah, you will forget this movie as fast as we did. And trust me, I literally watched it yesterday. So I forgot most of it already. So again, we apologize if you're watching these movies with us. This was one that neither one of us had seen. But like you said earlier, you had heard of this movie. I had mm-hmm. heard of this movie. And I was kind of curious to see it and see what all the fuss was about. And I think the fuss was about basically those last remnants of satanic panic hanging on to this movie is going to turn my kid into a Satanist. And no, it's just this movie will put your kid to sleep. So yeah, exactly. Uh, so if you're following along, let us know what you thought, hit the link, fill out that score maybe you loved it we would love to know why what appealed to you in this movie maybe you resonate with nancy maybe you resonate with sarah Mm -hmm. Uh, we did it um not even close yeah last words before we head out last words are don't watch this movie there you go yep if if you're following along with us um swap this one out for the witch it's a better film um oh yeah watch the witch there you go here's yeah better movies you can watch um about witchcraft slash possession um not really possession it's more witchcraft but this witchy so the witch witch. it's way better watch that one instead for your halloween roundup we'll see you hopefully tomorrow for what is definitely a better film yeah i'm not i'm not telling you what but it's hard to get worse than this (laughs) 
Yeah. Again, like Tim said, don't forget to follow us on YouTube, Rumble, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram. Send us your scores. Send us your requests um, as we continue down the road of 13 Nights of Halloween. And yeah, remember to leave us reviews of the movies we're watching, the movies we're not watching. Maybe we'll watch one of the movies that you send in. Um, And yeah. Otherwise, Tim, any last words? We, I just wanted to like, it was great to finally get on Google Podcasts just in time for Google Podcasts to announce that they will no longer exist. I know. I just, (laughs) (laughs) we did uh it. We made it. We did it, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Nice. I I couldn't help but laugh at that. But yes. No, that's fair. Go follow the other things. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Yep. See you guys. Thank you.